You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm Rick Kleffel with the Agony Column podcast. We're speaking with Mark B. Ziesing, one of the world's best booksellers. Mark, I just read this morning on CNN.com a scurrilous headline that said, Books are gathering dust, not readers. What's your take on that, especially given uh, that the source reporting it is a source that's somewhat averse to people reading? Well, I I think it's true. Um, The American booksellers, Association enrollment has uh, decreased by 50 or 60 percent in the last uh, six or seven years. Fewer bookstores, uh, fewer people buying books. I think uh, a lot of folks uh, are interested in uh, entertainment alternatives, other kinds of media, particularly younger people. I think it's true. I think that avid readers or just occasional recreational readers are getting tougher and tougher to find. A sad uh, state of affairs, if you ask me. What do you do as a bookseller to encourage reading and encourage buying books? We deal with our faithful and loyal customers and try and take care of them so that they uh, continue to read. But also we do handle some books for young readers and uh, children's books. Try and start them young. We figure if we can get folks interested in reading at an early age that they'll carry that with them for the rest of their life and hopefully it'll serve them very well in their academic career as well. What books are, are you recommending for young readers these days? Oh, gosh. Uh, that's a good one. Cindy, my wife Cindy, is, is really the one that, that does the vast majority of that. But that, of course, depends on the age. For uh, young readers in the you know, 11, 14 area, there's uh, Harry Potter, of course, but all kinds of uh, alternatives to Harry Potter. And as far as real, real young readers go, I leave that sort of ordering and recommending entirely to my wife, who's a lot more knowledgeable about that subject than I am. Well, tell us, what are your favorite alternatives, and what alternatives to Harry Potter are you finding that sell well and get a good reaction? Well, as far as um, you know, newer writers go, more recent titles, uh, Margot Lanigan, I think Cindy's recommended uh, her on more than one occasion. Speaking for myself, you know, I cut my teeth on folks like uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs and Robert E. Howard and folks of that ilk. I go back to the classics whenever I'm in doubt and need a solid recommendation. Cindy, on the other hand, is a little more tuned in to the more current titles. And uh, just off the top of her head, um, she suggested Lanigan. Uh, you want to get her on the phone? Actually, I want to talk to her a little bit about uh, some of these uh, uh, younger readers' titles. Sure, I'd be happy. To. Hello. Hi, Cindy. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. So, Cindy, uh, I was asking, talking with Mark. I wanted to know what the books for the younger readers are. I mean, pre-11, under 10, are, are you ordering those books? And what kind of books, uh, what authors and types of books are you selling and getting a good reaction from? Well, you know, Rick, we really don't do much with that age group anymore. Something silly like a Good Night Moon still sells really well for us. Well, tell us a little bit about titles for older readers, especially some of the alternatives to Harry Potter. The Philip Pullman books still sell well. Mark was talking about, I think her name is Margot. Margot Lanigan. Yes, her. And then as far as, you know, there's just a lot of Harry Potter-type spinoffs. And 
but we just don't have that age group right now. Okay, well, um, thank you for speaking with me. Well, I'm going to pass you back to Mark, because actually okay. I think, Rick, he can really help you more than I can. Okay. All right, thanks. Thanks. Rick, here's the, just using the computer as a backup here, just things that we've stocked and have uh, some things have done better than others. We also stock a book by uh, Aaron Hunter called Warriors. That sold reasonably well for us. Now Neil Gaiman writes books for kids. Uh, Interworld, I think, is probably one of his more recent. Uh, Timothy Zahn wrote a book for young readers called uh, Dragon and Judge. There's a few others that we've stocked that have reasonable sales records. Uh, authors like Keith Donahue, The Stolen Child, what else? Uh, Rachel Kane, Dead Girls Dance. Nina Kariki Hoffman is, is another great example, kind of a fence straddler, uh, appeals to readers of all ages, even her young adult, adult stuff, much like Rowling does. So I'd put Hoffman in there as well. Elizabeth Hayden, Catherine Fisher, Jason Heitman, Jane Yolen, perennial young adult seller for us, uh, Robin Wayne Bailey, and the only other ones that I can think of that have done well for us recently, uh, how about Cornelia Funk, uh, a book called Ink Spell. But oftentimes, too, you do get surprise authors writing for the young adult market that we sell reasonably well as well. How about Edward Lee? Uh, writing a book for young adults called Monster Lake. Edward uh, Lee, this is the guy who like made his name with like really gritty, grotesque, yes. horrific horror yes. writing for young readers. <laughs> well, this this particular book, you know, Monster Lake, uh, is an imprint of uh, Necro Publications, Little Devil Books. It's called <laughs> Little and, Devil Books. <laughs> Little Devil Books. It's an imprint of Necro and uh, Edward Lee doing the doing the young adult thing. That's that's kind of right up our alley because it's an unusual title by an author that we sell well. Carl Hyacin, as you know, has done a bunch of books for kids, and his stuff for kids does reasonably well for us, as does Diane Duane. Uh, see, Rick, I just needed to drag up the stuff in the computer so I could ring my bell a little bit. Just a few others, Diane Wynne Jones. Hopefully that'll give you a pretty good idea of the kind of young adult stuff that we're selling these days. Now, uh, for, for your tried-and-true readers who come to you for your vast variety of tastes. One of the things I like about your catalog, aside from the really witty writing and, you know, the great layout, it's always fun to, to read your catalog, is the variety of stuff there. I, most people who have a lot of genre fiction don't have a lot of the really oddball, kind of edgy, weird, just really strange stuff. W where do you find that stuff? Well, uh, to a large extent, Rick, I think... Um the new books that we stock uh, are a direct reflection of our own interest and enthusiasm. And uh, those uh, interests and enthusiasms, when it comes to literature anyway, uh, include a wide variety of material. And also, like I said earlier, we don't just sell books to um, our regular patrons uh, who have been with us for many, many years, but these days um, we sell books to their children or for their children as well. But to answer your question directly, uh, finding the material is really um, half the battle. Seeking out uh, small presses, contacting them, opening accounts, uh, landing the goods is, represents a uh, big portion of the amount of time that we spend uh, in the office. Oftentimes, you know, we'll, we'll read a review, we'll see an ad in a magazine, but I'm going to say more often than not, one of our friends or customers will find a book that is of interest to them or hear about a forthcoming book that is of interest to them via a direct mailing or a magazine or your website. Uh, oftentimes, small presses will come to us directly and, uh, and ask us for their support. 
oftentimes we'll read a review, see an ad in a magazine or whatever, and, and seek the uh, small press publisher out ourselves. Could you uh, give me some of your new hot recommendations for the, the genre fiction fans who, you know, cut their teeth on some of your own publications? Probably my, my, my current favorite small press is a Small Beer Press. Uh, I have a great deal of respect for their editorial policy. I think it's uh, predicated uh, virtually entirely on merit rather than on uh, sales potential, and that appeals to me. And um, I think they do good stuff. Uh, I'm also very enthusiastic supporter of uh, outfits like PS Publishing and a number of uh, publishers uh, in Great Britain. You know, I like to support those folks that uh, offer us good service and, and uh, produce a good product. And certainly I think those outfits qualify. You know, I just got sent a book by a new publisher, and it's a really beautiful book and, and quite good. It's the Biting Dog Publications. Have you yeah. heard of them? Yes, I have heard of Biting Dog, and Biting Dog is one of those outfits that, that uh, came to us uh, directly several years ago. They knew that uh, what we do and how we do it, and they figured that they had a product that would be of interest to our constituents. Uh, they were right, and as a result, uh, we do quite well with their stuff. Are there any new titles coming out in the U.K. or through the small press from new writers that our listeners might not have heard of but would really like to hear about? Uh, gosh, and, you know, that's a tough one, Rick. We Really, um, getting advance notice about uh, U.K. titles has really been kind of a problem for us traditionally. You know, we, we visit several web websites regularly. Uh, we hear from, uh, we get information from our U.K. patrons about the stuff that's happening in the U.K., and also we get uh, word from our own customers here stateside um, about the books that are coming out in the UK. And, but as far as one, one source for a listing of uh, forthcoming books, it's really rather difficult. You've got to visit a lot of websites, read a lot of uh, trade publications to stay up on it. Well, there, are there any specific titles that coming out that you're really excited about? Nothing I can bring to mind. Uh, and oftentimes my excitement uh, it, it doesn't uh, occur until the book is in hand. That's always important. Yes. We've been speaking with Mark Ziesing and his wife, Cindy. Thank you for joining me, Mark. Rick, I had a good time. Thanks for thinking about me, and thanks for uh, all the support you've offered over the years. Uh, feel free to contact me anytime if there's anything I can do to help you out. You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.